0: Hello, and welcome back to the Mass Singer or ups podcast, where uh, we haven't been around for a bit. It's been about two weeks since you've last heard us on your feed, but um, there was good reason. Uh, one of us had to move and relocate, and they have done that, but uh, we're here. We're here to talk about Group C, we're here to finish off Group C, and we're here to dive into the Super 9 as soon as possible, because this format is exhausting. I am your host, Puya the Asparagus Zambikili. And of course, as always, I'm not alone. I'm here with my great co-host, Liana the Eggroll Boris. Liana, how are you doing today?
1: I could go for an egg roll right now. That actually sounds really good. But
0: yeah. well, do you do realize in this context that's cannibalism?
1: Oh, <laughs> Yeah, I didn't think about that. Do you think when the banana picked his costume or the taco picked his costume, they were like, oh, I really like that food. So I'm going to pick it or like I can't I could never eat that food because that would be cannibalism.
0: I don't know. I I don't don't know. These are the questions that we would get answered on a interview somewhere.
1: Yeah, I don't think that that was thought about at all.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'd be very intrigued to find that if uh, if there was any kind of way to solve that. But I don't think there is. Now, as I said from the top, we have missed two weeks. So first and foremost, Liana, how have you liked your mass Singer experience these uh, last couple weeks here?
1: Group C is boring.
0: Yeah, snooze a <laughs> best.
1: I, I like, I can't believe this, but the T-Rex was the one of the more enjoyable performances for me and that's like not even my style right I yeah. am I like the singers but I i am I am bored and <laughs> I'm happy that we're going into the final nine because I can't believe I'm about to say this but I kind of want the banana back
0: <laughs> wow
1: I know I miss the turtle I want kitty cat back uh,
0: yeah so I felt similarly I wasn't really I wasn't hot on Group C from the first night we met them and you know gotta say now what two hours into um, the remainder that remained of Group C I I feel like I made the right call I made the right choice um, they were probably the most boring out of the three um, I wasn't quite happy with one of the eliminations here but I'm um, sure we'll dive into All of that and what that offers. Now, since we missed a week, so we didn't talk about the second week of Group C. Liana, do you want to set up how we're going to talk about that today?
1: (laughs) Uh, OK, I'll do my best. So what we're going to do is we're going to talk about each contestant, both their episode eight and their episode nine, because it makes sense to talk about the two clue packages together. I mean, we're still going to talk about the swan who ends up going. Uh, but yes, I believe that that's the way that we're going to structure this.
0: Yeah. So essentially, we're just going to talk about all the people and what they had to offer but we're just going to talk about them as we talk about them in one shot. We're not going to say, okay, so here's the astronaut week 1, then week 2. Like later on down the podcast. That's too confusing. As is my reexplanation. Liana's <laughs> put it perfectly. So I'm just gonna go. Wait, 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 wait. Can I explain? Wait, no, hold
1: on, hold on. Let me explain it a third time. Okay, so here's what we're gonna do. So you know how they performed two times. Okay, so what we're gonna do <laughs> No, I can't do it. It's not that funny. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'll just cut myself out. And no, you can't do replace that. It. Yeah. No. Yeah, all right. That sounds great, Liana. Let's go with that. What? That's good. Okay, perfect. So <laughs> um so, um, so we had two guest judges a span of two episodes. We had Joel McHale and we had the host of the Lego Masters show, Will Arnett. Now, just a quick overview thoughts that you may have Liana who was your favorite amongst the two and did you enjoy both yes or no why why not
1: yeah I enjoyed both I think they have similar senses of humor uh, and I think that they were sort of they're sort of similar to me I guess I don't know maybe because they're like tall white men and both comedians and I like put them in the same the same boat Uh, but I thought that they both did a good job I still think T-Pain was my favorite guest judge if I had to pick a guest judge but Joel and Will I thought both did a really uh, or were both really enjoyable on the show. There were some moments that really made me laugh. Joel and Ken doing that dance-off when then Robin Thicke gave Ken the half-used Starbucks gift card. Yeah.
0: Like, what was that?
1: I don't know. I don't know what that was, but I enjoyed it. I think it's probably, you know, just the random stuff that they do to keep the audience entertained while they're, you know, doing all the production stuff. And so I think that was one of the things that made the cut for the actual episode, which, speaking of things that made the cut for the actual episode, I think it was in episode nine during the t-rex's reveal yeah it had to have been episode nine because it was will arnett when he was doing this sort of dub like lip dub over the producer talking to jojo siwa the T-Rex. yeah yeah <laughs> i thought that was really funny i enjoyed that that might have been my favorite guest judge bit of the entire two episodes
0: yeah i i enjoyed that i will say i hate i hate so i don't mind the dance off you know even though i was like that was weird i don't mind it i don't mind the lipped up what really bothers me is when the performers talk to each other in the weird cutscenes in the middle of the episode like t-rex goes up to the white tiger and goes you're a cat and i'm gonna take you down and say i don't care for that it's not funny uh so, you know, a little bit a <laughs> little bit out on out out on the performers doing more than what they do on the stage. Like that it's not even fun characters. Like stop. It's not I, fun. I
1: think you just don't like this group and so you're like, anything that they do you're not happy with.
0: Yeah, I, I don't I don't I don't vibe with them really. Uh I did like both the guest judges though. I thought they were both fun. Joel McHale has always knocked it out of the park every time he's been there. I've always enjoyed him. And uh, Will Arnett was very good as well. They're they're both. See, for me, I think the judges. There's a. There's. They need to bring a bunch of things to the table. So they got to be funny, which they were. They got to be quick with the wit. They got to be able to get along with the judging panel and have good banter. They did good, and they have to have good guesses, which I thought they had some pretty good, fun, impressive. Really well thought out guesses. So they they had, they checked all the boxes for me.
1: I think Joel probably did better than Will. I did like Will's sort of weird stepping stone logic, especially the one where he got to guess himself. I mean, obviously a bit, but I think Joel probably maybe was the better guesser. Although I enjoyed Will. Like, even if they were jokes, it was still fun to hear yeah. Will guess.
0: Mm hmm. No, i was i was a big fan of both of them, oh i have so.
1: okay i have a never i have i have a never fluff, fluff.
0: <laughs> what what was that
1: <laughs> I okay Whew. i have another thought uh it was that's really- what
0: the that's the word that you were gonna use there <laughs> yeah fascinating
1: <laughs> um okay i have I have another thought um it was funny watching episode eight because there were a lot of quotes from Nick cannon that really made me laugh so the first one was class is now in session which is hilarious because all schools are canceled <laughs> and then yeah. the next one was the NCAA has nothing oh on us God. which really really made me laugh <laughs> yeah
0: I had those in my notes so it was like, yeah literally the the wrong time to say that, my man. Yeah,
1: and in episode 9, Nick got a haircut, which like, I mean, hairstylists are all non-essential so they like shut down all their I was like, Nick, can you not rub it in our faces what the world was a few weeks ago or just a few months ago? Like, we no longer have sports, no one can get a haircut and our kids are running around our homes terrorizing us because they can't go to school.
0: What a time to be alive.
1: I know. Oh my god. 2020 is such a good year.
0: <laughs> new decade, new us. New
1: decade who does?
0: <laughs> oh no. So yeah, I um I would like to so should we just pick who we want to talk about from the performers first or do you want to go in, in a specific order since we're talking about both their performances in one go. i think we should Would you like to the... nominate the first yeah, person? Yeah,
1: yeah, 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 yeah. Can I nominate? Can I nominate? Yeah. Okay. I'd like to nominate the Swan first because the Swan is only in one episode.
0: Okay. Spoiler <laughs> that makes sense.
1: Alert.
0: <laughs> Oops. <laughs>
1: yeah, because we just have one thing to talk about for her. So I think that that makes mm-hmm. the most sense.
0: All right. So, go ahead. Uh what did you think of the Swan?
1: <gasps> oh, me? Oh, oh me? Okay, the swan. So, here's what I have for the clues, which doesn't matter because they find out that it's Bella Thorne anyway. Oh, oh, wait, 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 wait. Sorry. Okay, before I get into that, I have to talk about my revelation that I had when I was watching the clue packages. I have decided to stop writing down anything that I hear, and I am only writing down things that I see because we knew who Bella Thorne was, and so what I did was I wrote down the things and tried to map back and the words are very distracting and those are the ones I know we talked about it before but those are the ones that are the red herrings the visual clues are i feel like always match so alice in wonderland the imagery for alice in wonderland from her clue package for example bella Thorne has theater credits of alice in wonderland that she was in made in japan was bella Thorne's debut album Was zendaya which was on in the visual clues like i wasn't even listening to the audio clues i'm sure there's some audio clues that are legit but i also think that there are audio clues that are the red herrings so anyway so that was my revelation And that's what I did for these two episodes, and I will probably continue to do thus, hence, post, post, hence, thus far, and so on.
0: Um, I could swear we talked about doing this from last season, and I have been doing this from last season. You
1: don't write down the audio clues?
0: Oh, I write all of it because I'm a I'm a good reporter, but I focus on the visual clues more than anything. Yeah.
1: Okay. Well, you know what? A lot has happened. Okay, we're in a freaking pandemic now. Okay, don't so. blame
0: the pandemic <gasps> for your shortcomings. Oh,
1: okay, so I know that this could be like really disastrous and it might not be fun to laugh at or look back on. But I would absolutely love to just be like, yeah, well, ah, it was the pandemic. Like anything I don't do or anything that like I get in trouble for, would be like, mm, yeah, but there was a pandemic. So I think I could just start using that as like a blanket excuse for everything.
0: I mean, months from now when it's all done, donezo.
1: Yeah, months if we're lucky. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Is yeah. that are you knocking on wood?
0: <laughs> yes. I am sitting at a uh, wooden dining table. So make sure to put it into good use right now.
1: Okay, good. All right, well yeah. what So, Puya, what yeah. did you think of the swan? Me. <laughs> oh, me
0: <laughs> Um I thought the swan was not great. Um, I, I did enjoy. <laughs> so I did enjoy making fun of the swan a little bit. The previous episode with the fever and the pronunciation. Mm-hmm. But I still thought there was some voice there. This performance, it was um, a Joan Jett tune. I hate myself for loving you. It was nasally. Did not love it. The vocals were not great. The penguin dancers were interesting. The background was interesting. I think the most important and best part of the performance was, and I can't believe I'm saying this, the fact that Ken Jong was involved somehow with the pictures of him. And then the I love you, Ken Jong" at the end. That was fun. And honestly, if there has ever been a moment to try and captivate the audience to Kind of just try and steal a spot in the next round. It was this. I thought this was like a Hail Mary throw of like, I'm not going to make it. Let me try and get Ken Jong involved. It's kind of like a thingamajig and Nicole thing. Maybe that'll work for me. And it didn't. It was, uh-huh. it was okay.
1: Yeah, I was more distracted by the beak-nosed plague doctor masked backup dancers. They were
0: penguins.
1: No, they weren't. They were those like plague doctor masks. You know the ones I'm talking about? The like really long nose ones? Right? No. Or not. What, nah? what? Yeah, you, you know what I'm this? talking about. Pla- the Google Plague Doctor mask. Okay? And you will see what I'm talking about.
0: Plague Doctor?
1: Yeah plague. Oh yeah, there you like, go. Like a plague. Plague like the one that we're in right now. Plague. (laughs) What's the definition of a plague?
0: I don't want to know that right now. (laughs) Uh, It was like a plague penguin then.
1: Oh like the bubonic plague. Oh a plague is a type of disease. Well whatever. Anyway not important. But yeah so that's what they look like and that's what I was more distracted with and I couldn't really pay attention to the performance because that's what I was looking at the entire time. (laughs)
0: <laughs> that was your entire take on the swan? That was. That is
1: literally my entire take on the swan. Here's the thing. Okay? Between Bella Thorne and Jojo Siwa, I am having my first, like, oh, I'm old moments. Because I do not know really? who these people are.
0: Oh, what? I know both of them. Not, oh. like... Not like they're my neighbors or anything, but, like, I'm familiar with their work. Oh, to well, a degree.
1: look at you. Oh, well, why don't you just go over there and Snapchat me a TikTok, Mr. Young Man? <laughs>
0: <laughs> You're only a year older than me.
1: <laughs> I'm old at heart. I've been I've been in a, as my mom said, I've been an adult since I was 10 years old.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. That sounds exhausting.
1: <laughs> it is. Which reminds me, Jojo Siwa has far too much energy and unbridled confidence that no one should ever have my god I'm 16 I tried to watch one of her YouTube videos which is first of all titled in all caps buying every Mm -hmm. JoJo product at Walmart with two exclamation points I couldn't do it I didn't even make it to Walmart (laughs) like it was just exhausting I had to close the video (laughs) I'm happy there are people who enjoy her content but man I just couldn't do it
0: now, her content is very shot out of a cannon. But as far as the all caps, I will explain that that is a meta in the YouTube game. You want all caps. It works better for the numbers, for the audience. So that's definitely something I've seen multiple, uh, not subscribe, but like YouTubers do. Um, but that doesn't take away from the fact that she does have way more energy than honestly anyone that's been on The mass Singer before. And maybe like multiple people combined, dozens combined. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. I,
1: I was thinking about Rob's theory with there's a certain the parabola, right? And it's like the people who are on the downward slope of their careers. But these people mm. are really young. JoJo, she was like 16 years old. But is she on the downward slope of her career, like already no, at 16? No.
0: Okay. She's touring, she's she was touring the nation. She paused to do this show and she like you know her YouTube has been on the upswing. Like she just now it was when she's starting to expand, right? Like she got the the notoriety, the recognition from the Kardashians that kind of brought her up to this level to be able to be on this show. I I would think the downward slope of the parabola for her was um Couple years removed from dance moms and then doing the YouTube thing. But then once the YouTube thing picked up, she's back on the upswing now. Like I think we're going to see her do some uh, voice animated work. I could see her doing another type of show at some point. She's on the upswing. Bella Thorne's just like also probably on the upswing. She's 22. Um, and obviously she did a lot of stuff with Disney, but now she's breaking out, out of Disney doing her own thing. So I could see her being fine as well. They they have a future. They have a future. They're it's like early enough in their career that this isn't going to be a moment that takes them out or defines them by any means, and they can just keep going. Whereas, like you know, Tom Bergeron, like what else has he got going on right now?
1: Okay, well, I mean, they are young, so I was really hoping for their sake that this wasn't the downward Imagine. slope of their career.
0: Yeah, they're good. They're good. <laughs> so, wait, does that mean are we gonna just uh, transition and talk about? Uh, JoJo Siwa now? Do you want to do that?
1: Dude, I seriously have nothing else to say for the swan.
0: (laughs) Let's see. Were there any good guesses? Let me just look real quick. Um, Mila Kunis, Kristen Stewart, Kristen Bell. Yeah, I mean, Kristen Stewart's a good guess, and obviously the whole Bella Swan uh, from... twilight being bella the swan thorn that was very good that was very witty i wish they would have caught on to it she was clearly upset they didn't because she even had to explain it when she got eliminated so yeah Yeah. oh and then right after her, her performance i wrote the note i hate the inter participant convos in all caps with two exclamation points might as well make a youtube video out of it so not loving that but we can move on, and I can digress.
1: Okay, before you get to dinosaur,
0: <laughs> oh, that was awful. Uh,
1: I love yeah. that Robin Thicke was so proud of himself. Do you see his face? He was just like beyond elated with his dinosaur.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, it was very not great. I he's made a triceratops out of me. I'll tell you that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's Bronco sad. <laughs>
0: What?
1: Like Broncosaurus.
0: I mean, I, I, I got the where it started, but I don't know how we ended up there.
1: Well, Broncos sad.
0: I might shed a ter- pterodactyl on that one, Liana.
1: That's not po-funny. Get it? Because pterodactyl no. is sp-
0: oh. <laughs> with a silent oh.
1: pH. P- Pachyderm.
0: <laughs> oh no! Okay, can you segue us? Because I'm stuck in the mud right now. Oh no!
1: I hope you don't get hit by a meteor. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I said it like that. It's just—it's just a meteor. Wait. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
0: We're gonna talk about, okay, this is excellent no, stop and now you're just taking theirs like and they're no. not good.
1: because I thought from the clue package, I thought she said brexilent, like it was Brexit, but it was excellent, and I was like, I don't think Brexit is excellent, so I got confused, and then of course, I was like completely baffled for a few minutes that I missed the start of airplane food face uh who (laughs) was the friend from clue i like that they
0: specified that as how robin thick says his name because that's how i've been writing all of their names the entire episode so i felt (laughs) good about that
1: airplane food (laughs) face
0: yeah okay so before we go more off the rails let's bring it back so let's talk about the t-rex's performances now that we've talked about who it was and then we can move on from there
1: Wait, 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 wait. Okay, from Clue Package Eight. So remember that big U from two weeks ago, the big golden yeah, U that I thought was a yeah. Okay, YouTube. But also, Jojo Siwa has a song called "The Number One U," which is written as hashtag the the. I was going to say the letter one, but it's the number one. You the letter U hashtag like number sign hashtag you know you, you know what i'm saying
0: yeah no i get it yeah
1: so it's like yeah you
0: yeah, it's not um, the <laughs> archer or whatever you thought it was last time though.
1: No, I thought she was an Olympian, which they try you could tell with the audio clues that they tried to get you to guess like some sort of skier, some sort of Olympian. I fell for it, man. I fell for it. But then you guys had talked about it being Jojo Siwa, and then after we got Airplane Food Face, then uh, we saw the boomerang, and then I latched on to the fact that it was Jojo Siwa. Also, it got revealed that it was Jojo Siwa, so haha. fool me once, shame on me. Fool me twice, shame on
0: Okay. St- okay a
1: stegosaurus. I don't know. Never mind. Here's a summary from Wikipedia. Oh no! No. <laughs> is a type of dessert or candy, often associated with. No one
0: asked you, Google. <laughs> cuisine, Shh. made from egg whites and sugar. Okay, Google. Shush. A- sure.
1: <laughs> you keep Sorry, that. I don't understand. Oh no! <laughs>
0: <laughs> so annoying. Maybe you should unplug
1: lo- the the blank home.
0: We'll see if it pipes up again. I okay. feel okay for now. Okay um that it. threw me off were, were we in the middle of you making an awful pun I feel like that's where we stopped
1: yeah but I feel like that's where we always are in the middle of me making a bad <laughs> pun
0: okay well what other clues were there so yeah boomerang was a thing oh yeah so airplane happened. food
1: face what was that main dish there was the roll the fruit cup but what was the main dish it looked gross it's I mean no, it's airplane like food chili? but still chili Chili? That was chili. I thought it was sweet and sour chicken.
0: I mean, it's something with sauce, right? So it would be something that they can easily heat up and throw in front of you. So it'd be like like two meatballs and like just Ew. hot steaming like sauce or something. <laughs> What?
1: hot steaming sauce
0: yeah because like it always has like steam and it's hot but then you're like i don't know what taste this is it's just food it's just
1: sauce it's generic sauce
0: yeah exactly
1: okay all right well let's talk about the performances then because yeah oh yeah oh my sorry no can't can't talk about the performances so i thought that um the friend might be abby lee miller Who's that? She was the 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 Dance Moms coach. From Dance Moms.
0: Oh but then she okay, went to jail well,
1: and I don't know if she's still in jail or not. I don't know. Okay. Then yeah. we can move on to the performances then. <laughs>
0: yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I um so I had the JoJo Siwa thing coming through um from uh the week before. And then you are right. The audio clues for her were either skewing you to someone athletic or skewing you to someone who's a YouTuber. Because I think the double dare thing and linking it to Liza Koshy made a lot of sense, yeah. given that she's been hosting that the reboot. So it definitely was trying to make you go that way. But um they were wrong. And uh, I, okay, so now we're talking about the performances. I'm going to talk about it in a, from a holistic way. So I'm just going to talk about both performances in one breath on multiple breaths, but in one go. So I think T-Rex shouldn't have gone. I think the T-Rex is what we needed the White Tiger to be. Just energy, excitement, dancing. At least the dancing was good. The, 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 The production was good. The singing wasn't all that, but they knew all their lyrics, and they were just having fun out there. And I value that. I appreciate that. I respect that. Okay? So that's first thing. That was the first performance. Okay? And then we had the second performance. Oh, yeah. The first performance was um, Salt and Pep. And then... So the second performance was Jai Ho. I didn't think this was going to be a song I was going to hear on The Masked Singer. I thought it was fun done. It was a fun spin on it. And the dancing was good. And the dancing dinosaurs being the backup dancers, like the comedically large backup dancers, I loved all of that. I thought this was a lot of fun. And... I just think it's a shame that we we aren't going to get White Tiger versus T-Rex because I think that would be the closest matchup that would be um, acceptable for someone like the White Tiger. And it just pisses me off that the White Tiger is there and someone like the T-Rex, who could be a better version of the White Tiger, isn't there. So those are my three cents. I could say two cents, but I definitely gave you more than two. So three cents.
1: Okay. You said you're going to go in one go. Is that your one go?
0: I'm, I'm goad. You goad, I'm goad.
1: You goad out. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I agree. No, I'm just no. Okay, so actually, okay, so here's what I want to say. So I, I do think that the T-Rex is a better version of the White Tiger, and they should yeah. be there instead of the White Tiger, because the White Tiger's final performance was just so bad. It was just so bad. And... The T Rex wasn't that bad. Yes, no. was there something extremely uncomfortable about a sixteen-year-old doing "Push It" by Salt and Peppa? Yes, very uncomfortable. But she's a fun <laughs> performer, and she's actually a real dancer, unlike Gronk, who sucks. So I would much rather have had the T Rex stay than the White Tiger. I was actually like, I. <sighs> I mean, I'm okay with the decision because I think that truly the best vocals were rewarded. But if now we're getting to this point where we gotta go with the razzle-dazzle, you know, and she's got the pizzazz, I think you want to keep somebody like the T-Rex because she at least can kind of do both. You know what I mean? Whereas, like, the White Tiger can't really do either, first of all. But I get it. She can't sing that well, but she can be a really good entertainer. Like, the Jai Ho performance was really like, oh yeah, she is a very good dancer and mm. I wrote down actually not that bad which I think is a pretty yeah. big compliment coming from me towards someone whose aesthetic is really the razzle dazzle and not so much the dazzle razzle so I I was a little disappointed that she went not gonna lie and also because the rhino's boring which Mike yes. Bloom also had a thought so Mike Bloom's hot take was here's my hot take for the Mass Singer podcast rhino's the most boring singer of the season bro Yes. Regular take,
0: fam. <laughs> this is a this is a normal take as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, I feel the same way.
1: Yeah, I think so too. Man, it's
0: like if if the rhino could change who they are for the Super Nine, change them to the yogurt. Because my god, it's dull. It's just nothing. I got nothing. <laughs> the, I felt nothing. Not positive, not negative. It was just there. It was like, it was like when you're watching commercials and like, you know, on one end, you've got like the baby monkey Mountain Dew one, which is like crazy and too much. And then you've got like the, the, here's the heart medication with all the depression. <laughs> this was like in the middle of, this is like that 10 second interlude of, Oh, this is a phone that can take really nice photos. Oh, it's the new Pixel. Like it was just there. I didn't care for it. Um, So, yeah,
1: yeah. The puppy, puppy monkey baby.
0: Was it baby monkey something? No, no, it was puppy
1: monkey baby. Puppy monkey baby. Puppy monkey baby. Do you remember the Mountain (laughs) Dew commercial from Super Bowl Fifty?
0: Yeah, I mean, I I can't cite the Super Bowl number, but yes.
1: No, I remember that because it's Super Bowl L, which is Liana L, and that was a really weird commercial.
0: Yeah, And my family would say it to
1: each other. (laughs) Puppy monkey baby. Puppy monkey baby.
0: (laughs) Are you sure it wasn't baby monkey puppy? I feel like baby was was first.
1: No, I think it was puppy monkey baby. You know what? We can just Google this. It's puppy puppy monkey baby.
0: A man bear pig type thing. Yeah, no,
1: it's puppy monkey baby. Okay, well. Okay.
0: I stand corrected
1: anyway so well we'll talk (laughs) about we can talk about rhino in a bit but i yeah just to to go to to t-rex like i i would have been fine if she'd stayed even though that yearbook quote was the most like generic freaking thing i've ever heard if you dream big, your face can be everywhere and you'll never go extinct unless a meteor hits. (laughs) Like, that was like, she had her quote that she wanted and then they were like, okay, but this is boring, so we need to make it somehow related to the the T-Rex. So they added that bit at the end.
0: Uh, Yeah, I mean, again, and and for the way the clues go, they have to, they try and, you know, bless their hearts, the producers of this show, they really try and change it up like okay so for this one it's going to be you're giving them a valentines gift and then for this one it's your like your your old school teacher is going to be your clue giver and then for this one it's your yearbook like they tried like diversify but none of them really hit especially when it's like this cuz like it's a yearbook quote and most of them were generic and like they didn't really give me anything to work with i will say ultimately It's a situation of if T-Rex was in the first group and we hadn't met Group C and White Tiger was in this group, I feel like I would have been like, oh, my God, how was the T-Rex here? But then we would have gotten to White Tiger and I think I would have been like, oh, no, okay, we'll keep the T-Rex. We'll keep the T-Rex. So um, just want to say that the fact that we opened the season on White Tiger and now we're here, still not lost on me.
1: White Tiger's costume is really cool, though.
0: You loved it. It was your favorite preseason. I still
1: love it. It's still a cool costume.
0: No, it's tainted for me.
1: Oh, yeah. It's got, it's got Gronk and it. It's got Gronk all over it. <laughs> or gronk yeah. all up in it.
0: <laughs> oh, okay. No. Well, I don't want to say that. Um, yeah, so Joel McHale pulled the Liana in his guesses. I would like to just quickly highlight this. Nice. And went with Michaela Schifrin, the skier. Have you ever heard of her? and if you have um kudos
1: <laughs> yeah she's the same as that person i thought it was like 2 weeks ago that yeah, i what do was not i honestly i have no idea i don't even remember what sport i thought what sport did i think it was i have no memory of really? this i honestly it was so much devin happened.
0: Rosie. it was an archer from the 78 olympics <sighs>
1: i if you tell me that that's what it was that's probably what it was
0: i mean you should know your people. It was definitely Devin Rosie. I, okay.
1: I have no idea. I Oh, archery. It was an archer. Yeah. I, yes. Oh, okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well done, Liana. Welcome to the <laughs> Massinger Singer Podcast.
1: <laughs> Thank you. I'm very happy to be here. How are you? <laughs> I,
0: you know, I've been here. I've been here.
1: Wish you had a co-host <laughs> that listened to the things that you said.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes it feels like I'm talking into the abyss. <laughs>
1: Ah, <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Well, that must it's not okay. be very blissful. Nope. <laughs>
0: What you just did was abysmal. Damn it! So, ah.
1: yeah. Oh man, this two weeks off thing—I was okay. You know what? I was about to say this two weeks off thing has made my pun game super weak. But my pun game was always super weak. So I think I'm just gonna blame it on the coronavirus. Like, guys, there was a pandemic. Okay, I just can't be good at puns. There was a pandemic, not a pandemic yeah. There was a pandemic, Then I'd be okay.
0: It's like, I sir I I made it through, okay, but my sense of humor didn't make it.
1: <laughs> I didn't survive the epic <laughs> pandemic of 2021.
0: <laughs> That's actually pretty funny. When you put it that yeah, way, yeah, sometimes okay. I'm funny. Some, sometimes
1: <laughs> <laughs> rarely. <laughs> Alright, I'm done with the T Rex.
0: Um I'm checking, I'm checking, and I am also done with the T Rex, except for uh, what did you think about the Lego clues?
1: Oh, yeah, this Lego clue was especially bad. The one for uh, for the freaking T-Rex. Uh, Mike Bloom actually had a thought that her Batman clue for Will Arnett might be Kelly Osborne's or might beat Kelly Osborne's bat as the worst clue of all time. Remember that one outfit I wore to a premiere of your movie that you probably didn't even notice, lols?
0: (laughs) And it wasn't even my outfit, it was my shoes. right? Yeah,
1: yeah, it was just the shoes.
0: (laughs) I feel like Will Arnett didn't have the heart to tell, like, um, I don't know who you are. No, it was, well,
1: yeah, I mean, he, like, the joke is the perfect way to do it, right? Because, you know, like, that's how you handle those types of moments.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, so yeah, the the Lego Clues were a thing. I mean, they're they're obviously trying to cross promote the Lego Masters show, which um, what did they tout it as the the best or the biggest, um, the newest? I don't. But they really hyped it up like it, it had some. What are you talking about? The Lego Masters,
1: like the TV show.
0: No, the animated series.
1: <laughs> it is good if you listened to my podcast. <laughs>
0: I have.
1: Yeah, and what'd you think?
0: Oh, the podcast were great. Oh, okay. Uh, and then, listen, the show isn't bad either. But like, you're promoting it like it's the this the best thing. Like, not you, but they are promoting it like it's the best thing since sliced bread. And I don't think it's that
1: I mean not gonna lie I did get very emotionally invested in the contestants and I'm very excited to see how it plays out so uh they they got me they got they got me gals
0: (laughs) good well I look forward to listening to your podcast about
1: it yeah not watching the show
0: probably not there's too much tv going on I'll make you (laughs) Uh no, I have too much TV to watch.
1: Okay, sure. Oh yeah, because The Circle Brazil's not gonna read watch itself because you have to. Read, read read, I'm
0: not done yet. I'm like two episodes out.
1: I, yeah, exactly. Because yeah. there's too much to watch.
0: I have to keep my eyes on the show because I have to read the subtitles. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. I, I know that. Did Did you know how, that's how uh, foreign shows work?
1: Oh, you mean when there's subtitles? You know, I actually always have the subtitles on, and then sometimes I just find myself reading the subtitles instead of listening, which really isn't great for like comedy or because I'll read the joke before it's said, and then I laugh before the joke is said.
0: (laughs) Yeah, so it's that's unfortunate because I feel like some shows or depends where you're watching it and who's subtitling it, because, um, when the con, when the, when the subtitles pop up on time or a little after, it's better for those moments. But yeah, I've watched stand up comedy on Netflix where the punchline keeps happening and I have to switch off the subtitles inevitably. But I grew up with subtitles on and because it really helped with learning both Arabic and understanding English better as I went along. So yeah, subtitles hold in very near and dear place in my heart.
1: I feel bad for whomever is having to learn English from the mass singer. Like I'm so sorry.
0: <laughs> oh, they're going to genuinely think that dinosaur is how you describe being sore. Yeah. It's not going to end
1: well. <laughs> Hilar- hilarious.
0: Okay, lolarious. Mm. Uh, so who would you like to talk about next? We've talked about the T-Rex, we've talked about the swan. We have three other people to go. Where would you like to go Let's talk
1: about the freaking rhino. Because we were talking All about right. the rhino earlier. Okay, so let's do that. Let's... Oh, horn on
0: over. Nope.
1: <laughs> I'm horny for the rhino. <laughs> I literally don't know anything else about rhinos apart from the fact that they have horns.
0: Well, you don't have to force a segue pun.
1: But I was trying.
0: <laughs> I know, but now I really don't want to talk about the Rhino.
1: <laughs> okay, you don't want to talk about the Rhino, we talk about somebody else. Who do you want to talk about? You want to fly on into the Night Angel? Or do you so want to... The, so
0: the Rhino. So the wow. Rhino had two performances this week uh, because the Rhino survived both episodes and the Rhino will be at the Super 9. Now, at the end of talking about everybody, I would like us to do a mini exercise, Liana, and kind of a rank, power rank the remaining nine, so that we can look back at it at finale or when they get booted and see how well we did. I think that would be fun. Okay. Um, Rhino's pretty down there on my list. Spoiler alert, but um, the Rhino's clue package was pretty interesting to me, and specifically right now I'm talking about the first one because. So I don't know who this is exactly. Uh, I don't even have a good guess, but I'm fascinated. I'm fascinated by the the rhino free-falling, holding a south sign onto a plane wing, and then their friend or, like, their person is on the other side of the wing, and then they throw a frying pan at the, or no, they're holding a friend, and then they like flick the frying pan, and then this like little piece of bread lands in the hand of the passing their friend, and then their friend is cutting this little bread with a knife on their bare hand while having a diamond ring on the hand. Uh, I didn't, and then they're playing tennis. Like what fever dream was this clue package? I don't know, but I cannot wait, cannot wait to find out what cutting the bread in your hand with the diamond ring means because. It might be the worst clue ever, but to me, it was the best clue ever.
1: Okay, this is the clue package I loved the most. Because it was so weird, and because there was so much random weird stuff to dig into. Like, Mm. the fact that The Swan had something that said, Made in Japan, literally written, which is her freaking debut album, like... That's very obvious. This is so weird, like you said, so weird, but I love trying to interpret what it means. And because it's visual heavy, which, as now we've discovered, I'm a genius. And so I only pay attention to the video, the like visual clues. Okay. So I'm getting baseball player. I think it's an athlete. It's like a giant human. Okay. So I think that it's an athlete of some sort. And I think that the frying pan with the sandwich is like it's a baseball bat and then tennis is also like a baseball bat (laughs) you know like a baseball bat
0: why baseball
1: because I just I feel like he's just like a baseball player but then I was like, OK, south. So then I went to look up baseball teams because I know all my baseball teams, JK. And there is no south division, which is what I was hoping for. Like both the American and national football or uh, basketball base- <laughs> baseball <laughs> league only have east, central and west. So then I got sad because then that was the end of my research.
0: Well, that's that's a shame.
1: Is there a Missouri team? Kansas City, Missouri, the Kansas City Royals. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Wait, I cracked the code. Okay, it's somebody who plays for the Kansas City Royals. Yes, because in the second clue package, they had the map with Missouri with the little crown on it. King of Missouri, Kansas City Royals. That's good. Oh, okay. So we've narrowed it down to every single Kansas City Royal player who's ever played. Probably yeah. Oh, yeah. No, that's ever played because 19 well, no, because I don't think he's that old. Okay.
0: I mean, it could just be somebody who's a fan of the Royals or like <gasps> someone who is a... like Drew Carey was a part owner of um the Seattle Sounders and that's why it was in his clue package.
1: Okay. How about this? Royals? Who had a hit song called Royals? Yeah, it's Lord. Yeah.
0: No, Lord is great. Rhino is not Lord. I refuse to believe. What is the cutting bread in the hand?
1: <laughs> you know, that's it's a saying. It's like a famous saying.
0: I mean, I, I get that they're slicing bread, but it's not the best thing since slice. Yeah, bread. it's the and best What's the hand? Is the hand like a plate? Is it like a <laughs> is it like a humble beginnings like we were so poor that our hands were the plates? Like <laughs> is it like a rags to riches story? Or is it symbolic for, you know, I got here with my bare hands and like I put food on the table. Are the are the hands the table? And like they're talking about them being st- stable, stability.
1: Okay, okay. I don't it's, know. It's a mixture of best things since sliced bread and a bird in the hand is worth two in the bush. So a no, slice bread in the hand, huh, is worth one diamond ring on your hand.
0: Where's the bush? <laughs> get your mind up the gutter leona <laughs> boris that is not what i was saying
1: you're a topiary
0: <laughs> okay so <laughs> i'm gonna not segue but just slide right into the performance <laughs> um so i actually did Sorry, enjoy hold on. i
1: feel like my topiary jo- joke was very confusing okay so i was thinking of like where's the bush? And I was thinking of a topiary, which is a bush, but it's it's cut to look like a rhino. That's what was happening in my head and I understand that I did not articulate that at all. And I'd like to explain this may have made things more confusing and no one may care, but I needed to say it. So thank you very much. You may continue.
0: Yeah, that joke was very uh, shrubbish. <laughs>
1: <laughs> You're being very rude. Root,
0: <laughs> Liana, don't come for my hedges.
1: <laughs> Damn it, how do you do that? <sighs>
0: you know, my uh, I, you know, in this hiatus, your pun game has been, I've been flexing the pun muscles.
1: Ugh, fine, just leave me alone.
0: Hey, look at you go.
1: I'm yeah. a robin, thick clap for myself. <laughs> <laughs> hey.
0: You you do that when you clap for yourself, you negate the good that you just did.
1: <laughs> oh man!
0: Step <laughs> back to reality.
1: Step so, back to reality. Oop, there goes punnery.
0: No, don't don't eight mile parody right now, please. <laughs> And don't ever eat my parody without mom spaghetti because then it's not you're not that's the that's you need that that's the meal <laughs> literally.
1: Oh man I was trying to think of how to do mom spaghetti but his hand sandwich my Freddy, no <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's talk about the performances, please. Oh, wait. No, we didn't talk about the college bud roommate, the beach ball head, where the hands oh, were yeah. the, like
0: the surfer bro, dude, floaty volleyball board, volleyball bro. board
1: Oh, yes. OK, so wait, 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 OK, OK. So, OK, if this is somebody who plays for the Kansas City Royals, it's somebody who went to college in California because that's where you surf. So I think it's somewhere in Southern California or Hawaii. You
0: can surf in Hawaii. Yeah.
1: OK, but probably Southern California, though.
0: Or Australia. You can serve from many places. You
1: think, okay, yeah, but if there's somebody that plays for the MLB, if you're going to get drafted, do you have to play in the United States or can you get drafted from an AU? You could have,
0: you could. You know, he could have had a, you know, a season abroad. I mean, a like semester abroad or a gap year and then went to Australia and did surfing. Or it could have been one of those water park surfing things where like they have the, the high pressure water and then you get slid into the area and you're kind of surfing like a, it's like a simulated surfing. Mm. So. That could be the case. But also the guy said they sucked at surfing.
1: Okay. So. No, but he was No, the the college bud was bad, but the yeah. the rhino was good. Also, there were the other two clues, the three quarters with the arrow pointing up and then the moon with a very tiny cowboy hat. I don't know what either mm-hmm. of those mean at all whatsoever. I was like, "Oh, 75 up, 7 up, quarter, <laughs> quarter arrow." 75 arrow like I've I've no idea what that means
0: so I think the three quarters has to be if we're talking athlete let's say it's the number 75 because didn't the Gronk have something like a four score and eight some which made it his number
1: yes oh so their number is 75 arrow up
0: and then what does up mean
1: I don't know what's up with you <laughs> what's up, Rupert
0: dog? Me? <laughs> I didn't say up dog. I said what's what does what's up mean?
1: I don't know what's up with you.
0: <laughs> stop it. Not stop. Stop trying to trap me into this. Oh,
1: it's so good. Ugh, I'm <laughs> so funny.
0: <laughs> you are way too proud of yourself right now.
1: I'm so happy. Like, okay, I'm gonna ruin all credibility. Uh, No, not credibility, but like anything that was ever funny, like not funny, it's done. It's done. You peaked. Oh, man, I peaked. Yeah. Got to flatten that curve, make my jokes last longer.
0: (laughs) So back to the three quarters up clue. Mm. (laughs) 75 is, I think, what we should focus on, but also, who knows, maybe not, you know? Um, Sure, that's like probably
1: a good rule in general. Like, that's what we should focus on, but also maybe not
0: yeah and then was it like the moon with a hat what is that what could that be
1: I have absolutely no idea what the moon but it was a tiny cowboy hat I feel like that has to signify something the fact that it's so tiny so maybe it's like giant moon face tiny cowboy hat that's (laughs) not a thing
0: (laughs) Okay. Look, so I don't know, we, man. We can, yeah, we can vault that one for later because I honestly don't know what that would be. Um,
1: yeah, I'm just but, trying to shoehorn it for the rhino. So well done. Thanks.
0: <laughs> I okay. So then now we can talk about the performances. They just didn't do anything for me. I thought so. I thought that the "Nice to Meet Ya cover, the first song he did. I liked the background and the colors, and I actually did like the version of the song done, but it was boring. I was just not feeling anything. And, you know, Mike joked about how the rhino does one step down the stage and acts like he really did the crowd work. <laughs> and the rhino did the same thing again this time. And I was just like, I don't feel anything for the rhino. I mean, I know it sounds like I feel negative, but my frustrations come from the fact that I felt nothing.
1: Right. Like, that's the thing. And, and and you know what's crazy is because like Tracks My Tears is one of my favorite songs of all time. Like, I love that song so much. And I was like, oh, yes, he's doing this song. And then I was like, oh, this is fine dot 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 like that was my takeaway which was really sad you know and the fact that when he does his uh in the episode eight his slow walk across the stage you know it's like the greatest thing ever meanwhile you have the freaking t-rex over here <laughs> bust in a move and doesn't it like it, I, I don't know, whatever? And then Robin's saying, There's no way he's not going to the Super Nines. Stop tainting the audience, Robin. Like, shut up, Robin. Um, oh, yeah. and uh, but yeah, I don't know. I feel bad because also the rhino's like so non offensive, so I can't <laughs> dislike him. I just, yeah, I, yeah, you're right. It's indifference, it's indifference.
0: Yeah, music, like the rhino's eye. I mean, I, I really don't have anything negative to say outside of the, the if you're going to crowd work, do more. But other than that, it was fine. Like, I even thought the Tracks of My Tears tune was good. Like, it was a feel-good song. It felt okay. The background was nice. But it just didn't, like, it didn't move me. Mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't even adjust myself in my seat. I didn't, like, bop my head. I didn't, you know, laugh. I didn't I said no reaction. If I was if it was a try not to laugh challenge or try not to move challenge, I would have killed that challenge.
1: Mm. Yeah, well, I don't know if this will help. No, this won't help. What am I saying? I'm looking at uh, MLB players who wore number 75. And okay. first of all, good news. There's only like 15 of them, but none of them play for the Royals. So there goes that theory.
0: Why did we why did we settle in on baseball?
1: Because I think it's a baseball player.
0: So so just off your intuition, we're canceling every other sport. I
1: really think it's a baseball player. The whole like country thing too. I just get that feeling. What? I feel like I feel it. I feel it in my I feel it in my baseball bat bones.
0: So country and baseball are synonymous. Yeah,
1: country and baseball and apple pie and America. <laughs> Those are all synonyms in my mind.
0: Okay, <laughs> you know uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna leave you with that uh, patriotism, mm. and I want to quickly talk about the guesses that were done. Um, to name a few, there was a Will Farrell guess. There was a David Hasselhoff guess. Um. I wish it was either of them, because I think either of them would have been fun. And we also had a, so (laughs) we had a Ryan Lochte guess and a Chris Pratt guess as well, which honestly, out of all of them, I, I could see it being Ryan Lochte because he's just meh as well.
1: No, Ryan Lochte is more insane. Like, he's more of, I feel like we'd get more of a gronk. I don't know. We watched him on Celebrity Big Brother, didn't we?
0: Yeah, and he was meh. I don't remember being like, Oh my God, like titillating TV or anything, or, Oh, get this guy off my screen. I was like, eh, whatever. He's swimming.
1: Yeah. He was swimming. He got that fancy yeah. pool.
0: Yeah. The, the infinity. It always makes you feel like you're just going. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. 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 I remember that. Yeah. Good times. Oh, <sighs> all right. Is that it for the rhino? Are we are we uh, dunzo with the rhinos? Uh,
1: let's see. In performance from episode eight, which was the the Neil Nile not
0: Ni- no yeah the Nice to Meet You track
1: yeah. Which by the way, I just discovered a Nile song, and because he was from One Direction, right?
0: I believe so. Okay,
1: yeah, it's called Slow Hands, and I really like it, and it's a new song that I like. So, I was excited because uh, he performed that song even though I don't know Nice to Meet You. I was like, oh, hey, I know that that guy. Eh, But I didn't think that it was anything to write home about.
0: So, you wanted to touch on the performance just to promote <laughs> Niall's other songs.
1: Yeah, he's got this other song called Slow Hands that I liked. It popped up on my Spotify.
0: <laughs> Even your cat doesn't want to hear <laughs> yeah, any of Pro, that nonsense. Pro really, right really wants <laughs>
1: out? Hold on.
0: Um, yeah, while we're on that note, everyone should go listen to uh, Childish Gambino's new album that dropped. That's where the good good's at. Okay, so before we jump in, To talk about the two remaining performers, we're gonna take a quick pause and take a message in from some sponsors, and we're back. Like Childish Gambino's new album, Childish Gambino is back as well. Wait, so
1: do we each get to pick an artist that we're gonna promote? Because I really want to take back my promotion. I want to pick somebody else.
0: It's it's too late. You gotta wait till next week to promote an artist now. (laughs) <laughs> You're blaming it on your cat.
1: How oh, she distracted me. <laughs> okay, JK. All right, well, I have another song to promote later. Okay, who do you want to talk about next? You want to talk about Astronaut or you want to talk about the Night Angel?
0: Okay, I think we saved the best for last. Ah, uh, see, you don't know which one I'm talking about. Let's talk about the Astronaut.
1: Ah, uh, yeah, dude, I knew it. I knew it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. Pumped. Yeah, man. Okay. Good. Cause I'm excited to talk about the nine angels. So let's talk about the astronaut first. What did you think about the astronaut?
0: Um, the astronaut has won me over slowly but surely. I really didn't think all that much of the astronaut, um, in the first episode. In fact, th- th- holistically with the, with the entire group of group C, I felt underwhelmed and the astronaut played into that. But the astronaut through two performances here back to back, I felt better and better about. And uh, I've I've been enjoying what I'm seeing from the astronaut. Even the, the clue packages with the astronaut are a lot more intriguing than some of the other ones. And I just, you know, the, the costume's a little boring to me, but I like everything about the astronaut. And I think the astronaut is more of a dark horse in the competition. I don't think... Uh, they're in my winner tier, necessarily, but they could turn ahead or two and they could maybe surprise us here and there.
1: I could see the astronaut making final five and being out in sort of the four or five slot. Like that—that's what I envisioned the astronaut. Yeah, Uh, the astronaut, aka Hunter Hayes, is growing on me as well, and I'm happy about it. The astronaut's not my favorite performer out of this group. It's the Night Angel, who we'll talk about later. But the astronaut has, I thought, made some good song choices, and I thought that apart from really the nerves, because I. I just feel so bad for the astronaut. I want the astronaut to not feel so freaking nervous. Like you can just Pearl. My God.
0: Pearl doesn't like group C. Okay. Really
1: doesn't like groups. Okay. So, um, yes. So the astronaut is really nervous and it's, he shouldn't be, he has no reason to be. And it comes across in his voice and I just if I could get rid of that, I think the astronaut would be would maybe uh, come for the night angel in terms of my faves. But like you said, the clue packages were also really interesting. This was the clue package where I was like, oh, I'm only doing the visual clues because Orion, which is the constellation that was in the clue package from episode eight is Orion, the hunter, Hunter Hayes. Also, the whole like balloon boy thing. I looked, I looked, I googled the Hunter Hayes balloon and I came across a Pinterest post that says, Love makes me stalk Hunter Hayes. And it's a picture of Hunter Hayes holding a bunch of balloons. Go pet your cat. What do
0: you
1: want? (laughs) (laughs) The other balloon thing related to Hunter Hayes that I found is from Warner Music, Singapore, which is happy 49th birthday, Singapore. Nas- this national day, Warner Music, Singapore celebrates by recognizing the Daily Contribute, blah, 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 blah. This video features Invisible, a powerful hit ballad by four-time Grammy-nominated Hunter Hayes, and he's holding a bunch of balloons throughout the entire video.
0: So these are very good, uh, good detective work, Leon. I Googled
1: However, Hunter Hayes balloons.
0: And here's the problem.
1: It's Hunter Hayes. Don't even try to play me that it's not Hunter Hayes.
0: I wasn't going to do okay, that.
1: Okay, good. So what we're I was going to say is that,
0: no, where we disagree is that there is no way that the balloon clue is as clear as the stuff you described. It's going to be something random that doesn't make sense.
1: No, and we'll see what. So even if like, it is
0: Hunter Hayes, I don't think the balloon clue is what you're what you think. Okay, it. it'll be like the balloon signified him soaring the charts with his single. This.
1: No, I think it's gonna be so. Hunter Hayes once performed for Balloon Boy.
0: <laughs> yeah, something random.
1: No, I think it is. I think it's related to the Singapore video because it's super random anyway. Plus, who's gonna Google Hunter Hayes balloons?
0: Okay so if you're 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 saying you're certain it's Hunter Okay Haze, I'm certain right? it's
1: Hunter Hayes and here's the deal and this is what I've realized I, I am really bad at this okay but if there's somebody whose voice I can recognize I'm really good at matching the clues to the person because it just Google the person and the key word so the key i think to figuring out the clues is you have to know who the person is first and then you can figure out what all the clues mean so it definitely helps yeah, it definitely helps it definitely, helps. It definitely yeah. helps to know what the clues are when you know who the person is already <laughs> so just it.
0: i mean you could still be wrong
1: i could you know what i could very much still be wrong like I, to be fair yeah. i don't know what the coffee or the die that was in the next clue package mean i do know hunter hayes fell on stage once which i assume is what the moon man face who was camping was talking
0: about <laughs> yeah what did I, what did the die mean it was like two fives it was a double Double five. See, it wasn't sixes because then would be snake eyes. No,
1: snake eyes is double ones because they're like eyes. No, snake
0: eyes are double sixes.
1: What? Yeah, Google. Oh, no, really? Yeah. Really? Yes. No, it's double ones.
0: No. Yeah, dude,
1: I'm looking at the Wikipedia page right now.
0: I don't trust In gambling in Google general,
1: it. the game of craps, particular, snake eyes is the outcome of rolling the dice and only getting one pip on each dice. A
0: pair of pips. What? The, what's double sixes? I don't know. Uh, double sixes dice. There's got to be a name for it because I must have confused it with something. Why did I think it's uh, that?
1: Yeah, but why would that even make sense? Because they look like eyes. That's the whole point with the one pip.
0: I mean, I always thought it was weird that people think that the snake has six eyes, but then I thought, like, maybe it's scary. I don't know.
1: (laughs) It's not like a spider, like spider eyes because spiders have like multiple eyes.
0: Oh, so boxcars or midnight is the outcome of rolling the dice and getting a six on each die.
1: (laughs) See, much more sense. Don't they look like little boxcars?
0: No, yeah. they look like snake eyes. No,
1: they don't look like. Sa- Have you seen a snake?
0: No, because I'm smart. I'm keeping away. Yeah, from
1: I them. know because you're scared of snakes.
0: I mean, who, no one is like into snakes. Yes,
1: people are it's into like- snakes. I had snakes when I was growing up.
0: No, you didn't.
1: No, I told you. Britney Spears is into snakes. Because remember that music video that one time?
0: Even then, I think she was into like making a statement.
1: People are into snakes, like that's like a thing. People have snakes, and they're like snake people.
0: Not all the people. No, not every person. People. No, Some of course, people.
1: yeah, no, not every person. But like, not every person's a dog person. Not every person's a cat person. Not every person's a parakeet person. Not everybody's a yeah, snake well, so, person.
0: Well, all I'm trying to advocate for is that I'm not crazy for not liking snakes.
1: Okay, fine, but still, Snake Eyes, it's the two, the one, it's the one.
0: I know, I'm as disappointed as you are that I'm incorrect, believe me.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm disappointed.
0: (laughs) Yes. So, yeah, when we got the isolated and lonely um, phrase mentioned in the clue package for the astronaut, I was like, oh my god, I really hope it's someone from the Lonely Island. I don't think it's someone from the Lonely Island, unfortunately. So that's not a thing uh, that I see there, and yeah, the clue packet. I I, I, like I said, I don't know, I don't know Hunter Hayes. I don't really know his music, so I can't really contribute in the clue solving. I will say the bro pilot Moonface man was funny uh, for a bit. I did like (laughs) the coffee cup and what
1: for a bit, and then it wasn't funny anymore.
0: I mean, none of them were funny more than like once you saw their face. Like, I think my favorite was Disco Ball Face Man.
1: I liked Airplane Food Face. Good. That was my favorite.
0: No, it was airplane, super airplane weird. Food fa- yeah, yeah. It, they, I mean, none of them were normal.
1: I mean, I think they were more normal than the ones that we saw in the other packages. Except for maybe Airplane Food Face. But we got, wait, what was the one from um, Beach Ball Head? <laughs> That's pretty normal,
0: beach ball head, because
1: it's like mm-hmm. at least it's still kind of round. We got moon well, face. The, the other three round.
0: were round. It was moon face, disco ball, beach ball, and uh, what's it called? Face.
1: Right. I mean, but that's a far cry from plant face that we had from the first group, right? Yeah. Plant face.
0: <laughs> and then, wh- <laughs> what did you think of the? Uh- <laughs> <laughs>
1: What did I think of the.
0: So what did you think of the two performances of the uh, the astronaut?
1: Okay, so we got Signed, Sealed, Delivered, um, the Stevie Wonder song and then Shape of You, Ed Sheeran. I thought both of them were pretty good for the first performance, Signed, Sealed, Delivered. The alien was on the screen. So it was like kind of a fun callback to season one. Um, Mm -hmm. I mean, he's clearly talented and Robin Thicke seemed to be very impressed, and so therefore I was also kind of impressed. I did get a little bit distracted by the backup dancers with the anal bead hair, but that's fine.
0: (laughs) My uh, favorite astronaut performance is definitely the Shape of You track. I thought it was done really well. The weird, like, sexy astronauts were a little bit weird to me so that was oh a my thing.
1: gosh wait i'm sorry can we talk about those backup dancers for a sec the way that sure. they dance is the way i dance with my cats like it's very weird it's very interpretive it's very just like big motions that are very wave-like i was inspired to dance to my cats
0: <laughs> i see
1: Oh, and he interacted with the audience. He spun that woman right around, so that was kind of cool. Yeah,
0: they called it the first time uh, performers flirted with a audience member ever. Ew. And Will Arnett said, "I'm really lucky to be here to see it. What
1: an honor! What a momentous moment in the history of the show."
0: <laughs> right? Yeah, I um. So yeah, I definitely feel like for some reason the astronaut or Hunter Hayes is nervous and shy and whatever the case is, very nervous performing. But in the last performance, I thought their confidence was there in full force. And Everything went really well. I thought it was a really, really strong performance. And if there's more of that performance in the future, I, I, again, I could see the astronaut going further than we expect the astronaut to. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I would agree with that.
0: So, uh, as far as the guesses go, no one's had Hunter Hayes. We've had, um, JC Shazay makes a comeback on the guessing board. Joseph Gordon Levitt, the popular guest right now. So, Do you think Joseph Gordon-Levitt would A, ever be on The Masked Singer and B, on The Downswing? I think not.
1: Yeah, I think not, too. The only thing that that guess gave me because it was not a good idea was a new movie to watch called The Walk, which is the movie that they were talking about. It's based on the story of the 24-year-old French high wire artist Philippe Petit's walk between the twin Towers of the World Trade Center on August 7th, 1974. Very excited to watch that movie.
0: Yeah, Philip Petit as portrayed by Joseph Gordon Levitt.
1: Exactly. Exactly. No.
0: (laughs) nice try yeah. um, so is there anything else you want to say about your beloved Hunter Hayes before we move on to the uh, the grand finale this was the career
1: revival Hunter Hayes needed for Liana with specifically. You. Yeah. Yes. not in general probably but for me specifically I am becoming a Hunter Hayes fan and I'm okay with that
0: who would have thought not me <laughs> okay well then you know it's getting late here It's time to go night-night, but let's go talk to the Night Angel first before we do that. Now, you said that the Night Angel was your favorite. And I'm saying that the Night Angel was my favorite as well from this group. So tell me why the Night Angel is your favorite and uh, tell us, uh, you know, who you think it could be and walk us through everything.
1: Okay, so the Night Angel was my favorite. And I'm going to tell you, I have a very loose guess. For the night angel. And I'm actually. With
0: some some like facts or evidence.
1: No. Really. But I have my slumdog millionaire moment. Okay. So picture yourself watching the episode. Episode nine. And you open on the group performance of J-Lo's Let's Get Loud. And you hear the night angel sing her very first line. As soon as I heard that line, I was like, I recognize this voice. I went back. I re-listened to that one line several times. And I have a guess of who I think it is. We watched this person play Big Brother, Celebrity Big Brother 2. She was on that season, and because of her being on that season, I Googled her and found her one song that I'm super obsessed with, which is Don't Think I'm Not by Candy Burris. It sounded just like oh, her. Just I, like her.
0: I thought you were building up to Cato Kayla.
1: Yes. Stomach hurdy, colon hurdy no
0: auto-tune remix I
1: think, I think it's Candy Burris the one piece okay. of evidence that I have is from clue package 9 because I didn't get a chance to like do a deep dive into the clues because I do not know that much about her I literally only know that one song I know that she wrote no scrubs and she won a Grammy for it that's the other one random thing I well not random obviously very successful amazing thing I know about her but that song don't think I'm not which is amazing by the way is the one thing I know and that's why I guess her voice now that being said I I went back, and the story that was told by Disco Ballhead said that she missed, no, she didn't want to miss her graduation to get her diploma, but she almost did. Guess what? I googled Candy Burris graduation, and there is a story about how she was supposed to perform with Escape on the same day that she was going to graduate. And so she ended up trying to do both, but Escape was super mad at her. She still got to graduate, but she didn't get to take pics with her family, and she was still a little late to the performance. And they were so mad at her, they weren't talking to her at first. So I think, based on all of that, it's so specific. I feel like it has to be Candy Burris, and I really seriously think it's her voice. I think it's Candy Burris
0: okay so uh good good uh, journalism good investigation now would you be uh, open to some homework for next week?
1: Okay yeah, just like because candy got an A in her homework I can get an A in my <laughs> homework.
0: Okay, can you tell me next week what lost in the clouds means what Castle strawberry is? And then yeah. what the sweet tea meant in the clue package, please. And then to look at the episode nine clues real quick. Can you um? Can you tell me why Candy Burris is doing a horrible fake British accent? That's the other thing.
1: Yeah, the only one I can kind of get at is she's from Georgia, which is the south. So south. But to be honest, the rainbow no, what was it? The purple castle uh, strawberry, strawberry no clue, but I will do my homework for next week.
0: I look forward to it. (laughs) (laughs) Will there be
1: an exam? (laughs) Because
0: (laughs) uh, There might be a pop quiz at most.
1: Okay, got it.
0: Yeah. I really enjoyed the uh, Lady Gaga um, song, The Million Reasons. I thought it was done really well. So, just real quick, the people playing the piano and the guitar, were they I have golden scarecrows.
1: Okay, I wrote them down as wait, hold on. Where are my notes? I wrote down she's a professional.
0: Oh, I also have <laughs> Night Angel is very good at this. So. Yeah, and a super
1: powerful singer. Uh, but yes, I saw the like the, the Mac Tonight people that were playing the...
0: No, they were not Mac. Don't put them <laughs> in the same pool. No,
1: they were Mac Tonight people.
0: No, uh. no they were like golden scarecrows
1: okay sure the golden scarecrows but oh no shoot I did write it down where did my notes go they reminded me of the um, you know those uh, street performers that spray paint themselves silver and then they stand there and they pretend to be robots or statues that's what they reminded yeah. me of but they were moving
0: yeah so like a, like a scarecrow like a golden scarecrow that doesn't move No,
1: like a silver street statue backup man
0: both of which do not move
1: (laughs) yeah but they were moving
0: so then it's none of the things we yeah but they looked
1: like the statue people
0: the scarecrows no
1: not scarecrows statues statue people if
0: if you spray painted a scarecrow gold it would look like that
1: fine you say scarecrow i say statue fine
0: all right. We'll put a poll up at some point and we'll see what happens.
1: <laughs> I don't know. Let's put a straw in this and get on with the rest of the show.
0: So you're agreeing it's a scarecrow. <laughs> oh <Nice>. man. <laughs> so yeah, I thought this version of the song was really good and then I just enjoyed it being simple. Like there was these like golden grapes on the stage. I like that. And it was just
1: They were grapes. Good. I think they were just balloons.
0: Clearly, we have different opinions on the props and the performers (laughs) that are on that stage. glasses? (laughs) No, you need glasses. Last season, we were like, oh, that's pink. And it was all purple. It was pink. I think I'm okay.
1: Whatever. Don't try to rewrite history. Everyone knows it was pink. And everyone knows that these were balloons and not grapes. They
0: they might as well be. They could be either. They're obviously not balloons. Oh,
1: yeah? Well, what's snake eyes?
0: Two ones. Nice. What's but do you know what six snake eyes is?
1: Six snake eyes? Yeah. So, like 12 total die?
0: No, sixes on each die is six snake eyes. Yeah, die.
1: you're a boxcar.
0: All right, I'm going to ignore you now and move <laughs> on. So, I pay
1: attention sometimes. <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> only to things that don't matter. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what did you think of the other? Um, performance by the Night Angel.
1: The other performance by the Night Angel, the uh, Shout by the Isley Brothers, I mean, Mm -hmm. I thought it was really good. And she's clearly demonstrating that she has a lot of depth, and she has a lot of uh, breath, depth, and breath—that's what I meant to what that she what she can do. So I really, I really, really love her. When we'll talk about the rankings, but I'd put her in my top tier. I think she's just a super solid performer.
0: The fact that there was a beat change in the middle of this song, and it went from like a beat shout shout to like slower mm-hmm. and just different vibe—I love that. Yep. And the colors were all good. I um. The purple morph suited lips that were dancing around were a choice, but it didn't bother me. It didn't take me away from the performance. I thought it was very good. I was very impressed. I really, really enjoyed it. And uh, I mean, Jenny McCarthy said this is her winner pick and I'm not, I wouldn't be surprised if um, she's in the conversation to take it. I honestly wouldn't be surprised at all. Now, I want to say one thing that I would like to touch on before we start wrapping up, and I just remembered it. So you know how you talked about the group performance that happened, the J-Lo song? Mm-hmm. Nick Cannon said it was two minutes and 30 seconds. Okay. I timed it. It was a minute and 21 seconds.
1: What a liar.
0: Why are you lying to me, Nick Cannon? Why are you bluffing?
1: Wait, is it because they just edited it for TV?
0: Probably, probably, or or they're just making so they're like, oh, no one's gonna time this. Well, jokes on you, I did. Yeah,
1: take that, the mass singer. Puya yeah. spent his super important time timing the group performance.
0: I mean, in my defense, I did it in the first watch. I didn't go back to rewatch. I didn't waste any time. I just did two things at once. Yeah, which is some might call efficient.
1: Wow, multitasking. Uh. Productive,
0: in your face!
1: Yeah, take that, someone.
0: <laughs> Is there anything else you would like to talk about with regards to the Night Angel?
1: Man, that maya Bialik guess was terrible. Probably because Oof. Will had like just worked with her on Lego Masters, so maybe she was yeah. like, front of mind. She was a guest judge or guest. I mean, the guest one episode. Fact
0: <laughs> that he ran it back and landed back on Janet Jackson before the commercial break. <laughs> That's all you need to know.
1: Yeah, right. Exactly. Uh, No, I don't think I have anything else left to say. You know what? I want to take back my comment about everybody being boring in this group. They're not all boring. The Night Angel exists. The rest of them are boring. And a little bit the Night Angel. But I love her, so, like, she's not as boring.
0: It's like going to a salad bar and there being only one good option. And it's like, well... You know, I expected more, but this one good options pretty good, so I'll just have that.
1: Right. Like I kind of feel bad for her because she's with the bad people or not not bad. They're not bad. Like the Rhino's just meh. You know, he's just he's there and I'm I I'm fine. He's fine. It's fine.
0: It's okay. But here's the good part. The good news is we're going into the Super 9.
1: Super 9. Super 9.
0: That's right. So we've got, and I'm going to, I don't have them written down. I'm going to try and go off the dome. So let's see if I can do it. So we've got the kangaroo. We've got the turtle. We've got the white tiger. We have got the banana. We have got, uh, who are the oh, the frog. We have the frog. That's good. That's good. And then who else? We have the kitty. And then we have the three from here. We have the rhino. We have the Night Angel, and we have the Astronaut. Now, so let's start with, let's go bottom to top. Ugh. Okay, because I, feel, I think the bottom is going to be the easy one. Okay. And then we'll make our way up, just to, like, kind of gauge what we're both thinking as far as the um, the remaining people.
1: Okay, sounds good.
0: Okay. So, in ninth place, Please, if there is anyone listening out there, it's the white tiger, please.
1: (sighs) I don't know. I mean, wait, Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. How are you doing these rankings? Are you doing them based on who you prefer or who you think is going to win? Like the order in which they're going to get eliminated
0: it's it's a mix for me i mean obviously the goal is to which actually eliminate it let's go with what we think is going to be the elimination and i'm going to go with my opinion um which i think should work out
1: okay all right that sounds good okay i have so i've separated the singers into sort of three tiers like bottom middle top tier
0: okay so then give me someone from your bottom okay, for now. i'm gonna
1: give you someone from my bottom tier well yeah, it's White Tiger, but to be honest, I think the White Tiger may 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 survive one more round. If they like people are kind of bored, they want like a fun performance or something like that. I have in my bottom tier White Tiger, Rhino, and Banana.
0: I have the exact same bottom oh,
1: three. Look at us.
0: Yeah. So
1: Aww.
0: we're in lockstep there. Now the question is do you think Banana over the Rhino?
1: Man, I don't know. I'm having such a hard time gauging how the audience is voting. I think the Rhino will like if the Rhino's the Rhino's going to continue to do ballads. I have a feel of feeling like that. Mm-hmm. So uh, but the problem is, is that the audience is different every time. But I think the Rhino is going to be forgotten. So nobody's going to vote for the Rhino, whereas I think people will vote for the White Tigers. They'll be like, yeah, that was crazy, man. So I'm going to say the Rhino is the first one eliminated from the nine super nine.
0: Oh, you think the rhino's ninth?
1: I think the white tiger will somehow make it another episode or two. And you know so what? You if, I'm, the, if I'm if okay. I'm right, then at least I'm right. But if I'm wrong, then I'm happily wrong.
0: That's a good way of looking at it.
1: Gotta look on the bright side of life.
0: All right. Um, and then you've got what? You've got the white tiger in eighth or seventh? I
1: guess, yeah. I don't know. They're, these are my, my bottom three. I think we're going to see them gone in the next three episodes.
0: Okay, so we're relatively close. I have White Tiger, then Rhino, then Banana. Um, So let's move on to 6th. Now we get into the heart stuff. I I think the top 6, like, it gets contentious.
1: Uh, Okay, I have Kangaroo.
0: Okay. Um, In my middle
1: tier, I have Kangaroo, Frog, and Astronaut.
0: So I have astronaut there as well. But I think astronauts there alone. I think my top five, it can shake out any which way, to be honest. Mm.
1: Okay, so you think you think kangaroo, frog, night angel, kitty, and turtle are the top five? Yes. I think Night Angel, Kitty, and Turtle are my tops, but I think I'm doing that just because those are my favorites now. Those I'm are realizing... your favorites from each group. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, those are my favorites from each group. Oh, well, that would work out nicely.
0: Yeah, that would be very nice. Um, no, I honestly think the frog has more legs than uh, you're giving the frog credit.
1: Hey! Frog legs. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I mean, I know. I made the joke.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Well, you, what was, well, I was going to make OK, so you know how like the joke's like, oh, he's French, so he eats frog legs. So Philip Petit probably had a big bowl <laughs> of frog legs before his Twin tower walk. I should ask Joey. So Joey's my co-worker. He's French. I should ask him if that's a thing.
0: If, I've been uh, to France. I don't, frog legs? I don't remember
1: eating frog yeah, legs. you've been to yeah, France. I've been multiple, several times actually. I don't remember eating frog legs. <laughs> hmm.
0: So this, are you saying the frog is your sixth
1: yeah, I guess I'd put frog sixth, astronaut fifth, fourth, but honestly that could flip flop. But because like the frog again, I don't get I don't get the razzle dazzle. Like it's hard for me to judge, you know, so it could easily You the got the
0: Fox. Right.
1: Yeah, I could tell that the Fox was on top based on how the judges and audience were receiving him. And I think mm-hmm. that way like Wayne Brady was great. Wayne Brady did a great job, but for me it was like hands down the Rottweiler should have won. You know what I mean? So, um so clearly yeah. like I value different things than other people do, which is fine. Everybody has their own opinion, right? But then it makes it hard for me to judge, "Oh, who do I think is going to be going further because my opinion's may not be in the majority."
0: Right, right, right. So, Okay, so for me, like I said, so now we're left with what? The kitty, the turtle, the night angel, the frog. Oh, and I still have the kangaroo. Did you say kangaroo? You said kangaroo six. Okay, 32. I'm like,
1: okay, here's my ranking. One, night angel. Two, kitty. Three, turtle. Four, astronaut. Five, frog. Kangaroo six. That's my ranking. Boom. So you
0: said four frog.
1: This doesn't matter. What just talk talk about who do you think's gonna win? Who do you think's gonna
0: win? I'm writing these down so I can frame it when I have wrong. it
1: written down right here.
0: Okay. And I mean you just did put it on record here on the podcast. Yeah, you
1: can go back and re-listen. Check the okay, taste, so. son.
0: <laughs> Relax, Boris. <laughs> <laughs> I have okay, so so drum rolls. Okay. So I have our runner-up. As the kitty, okay. same. And then I have oh, the night angel is amazing, but I think the night angel is going to go the way of the flamingo no. and go I- out either third or fourth. No. So I'm going to give the night angel fourth. Oh. Okay, night angel goes in the coveted leopard spot, and that leaves the f- third place, first place, and it leaves the turtle and the frog. Now, conventional wisdom would dictate that Frog is the winner based on, you know, you got the T-Pain and you've got the Wayne Brady, the last two winners, and both of them had a mixture of dancing and performance and just complete genre mashups and just changing it when they could. So that would make sense. The Turtle is someone who's vocally good and looks very cool. I really like the Turtle backpacks. So with all that being said, I think the frog in first, oddly enough, because that's how I think the show would go. Now I'm going to put turtle in third place.
1: Okay. I just got a text message that says, have you talked to your mother yet? What do you think that means? It's from an unknown number.
0: Like, is it with an air? Like it's someone messaged you by mistake or is it like a spammy? Oh,
1: thing? it's probably a wrong number. You think.
0: So, like your mother, your, is it mother. like your number? Can you. Can you confirm if it's your number neighbor?
1: No, it's not my number neighbor.
0: Okay. Um,
1: what a mystery. Wow. Yeah,
0: I don't know. Are you, are you going to reply to it? I
1: replied, question mark. Also, this is just like a mystery. Like, who is the rhino? Very similar.
0: Yeah, I would say uh, you getting a random text at nine at night is the same as the rhino and mass singer being in person a mystery. That's
1: how I justified saying it on the podcast.
0: (laughs) All right. Well, um, if anyone would like to find out what happens on the reply on that text message, please tune in next week when we talk (laughs) about the Super Nine and we find out, did the person reply to Liana's question mark? Was the person of interest? find out next week and uh, the other thing you can find out right now is hey Liana where can people find you and what are you doing in the next in this upcoming week
1: you can find me on Twitter at Liana R-H-A-P that is my Twitter handle at Liana R-H-A-P and I am podcasting about why are you laughing why are you laughing at me It's new! Wait, what's your Twitter handle? It's Ali on RHIP because I am a profesh now and I'm trying to have a profesh Twitter account because it's like a thing you have to do as a scientist because it's like you brand yourself as a person. So it's like, oh yeah, I work for Yale, but I'm me whatever anyway I don't have to explain my career choices to you okay so uh, you can find me at Leana R H A P and I'm podcasting about Survivor with the RHAP BNB. Mike Bloom and I got together with Nicole Dressbull last week and then for this week I'm actually not going to be on the podcast I'm taking a bit of a break for reasons and Mike will be with Peridium and Once Upon an Island which should be amazing I am also podcasting about RuPaul's Drag Race with Brent Wolgamont and Amon Adwin so check that out episode or a season 12 is actually it's really good so far i'm really captivated by it and i have somebody i'm rooting for so anyway very exciting what else am i doing i podcast about lego masters the aforementioned lego masters with my sister marisa we talked about episodes five six and seven and then we'll probably be back to do a recap of the finale at the end so check that out too and i think that that's it and i'm done no, 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 I'm not done. Oh, my God. Um, I podcasted about Survivor Australia with Shannon Gus. We got to uh, to talk about the penultimate episodes, plural, of the All-Stars season, because this is Survivor All-Stars, and that was actually really, really fun. We got into so much. So if you're watching that season, definitely check out the podcast, because Shannon does a great job, and it was a real pleasure to be on with her. Okay, now I'm done.
0: You can find me at Puyaism. P-double-O-Y-A-I-S-M. I will be on Twish this week with Rob Sesternino himself and D.Schoolish, a.k.a. Jordan Kalish. It should be a fun time. I'm uh, intrigued. I'm hoping I can get a W. We'll see if that happens. Who knows? And, uh, yeah, you can catch me on the Mass Singer podcast with Leona Boris at Leon R H A P where we talk about the Mass Singer. Oh, wait, that's this podcast tricked you. You're here. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I I was on doing the uh, Friday morning updates with Taryn for Big Brother, but given the uh, status of the world right now, uh, we are no longer going to be talking Big Brother because there is no longer a season to talk about, which is fine. We're going to take the Yachtas and then we'll be back with the next Big Brother season whenever that may be. And of course, if you would like to leave us a rating or review. That is always appreciated. You can go to robuswebsite.com slash masked singer, one word, and uh, leave us uh, what you think about us. Good, bad, happy, sad, whatever you want to say. We always appreciate feedback. Uh, Now, thank you for uh, tuning in. Sorry about last week. We will be here the rest of the way. We're at the midway point of this season. I can't believe there's still a whole other half to this, but I'm excited to see what happens on the other end of the parabola. You've all been leopards. And we will unmask you next week. Super 9! Bye!
1: Okay, so I got a text message that says, I repeat, have you talked to your mother yet? Smiley face. And I said, I talked to her yesterday. And they said, oh, dot, dot, dot.
0: Jesus, girl, why'd you reply to that?
1: Well, because they asked me if I'd talked to my mother. So? I talked to her yesterday.
0: People screen calls, you screen text too, Liana. This is a little creepy.
1: Should I have asked who it was?
0: I mean, it's too late now.
1: Okay. Well, we'll see. We'll know. see we'll what see. they say later. Yeah. Okay, yeah. sounds good. Bye.